0: What would you say if I told you that you could get paid from someone else's work? It sounds kind of crazy, right? Well, it is possible. And in this episode, I'm gonna tell you how. Are you looking to travel with your family while making a full-time income? You're in the right place. Welcome to Touring Freedom with your host, Jason Wyatt. I'm Jason Wyatt, and I'm here to help you on your journey to your journey. My goal is to help you build a completely mobile income so that you can enjoy a location-independent lifestyle. Today, I want to talk to you about one of the best strategies to monetize your efforts online. It's one that you may be using already, but you may actually be using it incorrectly, or you may be able to improve it drastically using some of the advice that I give in this show. It's also a method you've heard me use several times already if you've listened to all my previous episodes up until this point. It's a monetization method that is especially relevant to us full-time travelers because it checks all the boxes. There's no inventory to hold, there's nothing to ship, and in this case, there's not even anything to create. Of course, what I'm talking about is affiliate marketing. And affiliate marketing is a strategy that has existed since the dawn of time. There has always been that guy getting a commission for referring a sale long before the days of the internet. In today's world, it just looks a little bit different. This difference actually makes it much easier, though. Instead of relying on the customer to mention your name when making a purchase in order for you to get credit for the commission that's rightfully yours, now the customer simply clicks on a personalized link that tracks their journey through the sales process, and if a sale is made, you get the credit. Now, you may have heard someone before recommend something and then say, tell them I sent you and they'll hook you up, or, you know, something to that effect. Well, in all likelihood, they're getting some kind of commission or kickback on that sale. Here's an example. The wife and I were recently in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, as we are fairly often. It's one of our favorite places to visit. She likes all the shopping, and I like the quiet that's produced when she's gone shopping. The last time we were there, she tricked me into shopping. I mean, we were out in town and stopped at a shoe store. She found a pair of shoes that she liked, and they were really expensive. She actually found them much cheaper online while we were still right there in the store. So she asked the salesman if she could get a price match or at least have some kind of discount to incentivize her to actually make the the purchase right then and there. The salesman told her that they were unable to give any kind of discounts, and the store was actually had no functionality in the computer or any other ability to do it at all. Well, she continued shopping for a bit, and when it came time for us to leave, he reminded her of the shoes that she had loved previously. In her mind, she was thinking, heck no, I'll just buy them online. But what came out of her mouth was, you know, I think I'm going to hold off, I'll be back tomorrow to grab them or or." something to that effect to put him off. Can you guess what he replied with? He actually told her, when you come back, mention my name and you'll get a discount. Now, he had told us the exact opposite not five minutes before, so he was obviously lying through his teeth. The reality was that if his name was mentioned at checkout, he would get the commission for the sale. This type of arrangement isn't only used for in-house salesmen, who at least in this case are fairly obviously commission only, but It also extends to non-employees as well. Have you ever been told by car salesman that you just purchased a car from that if you refer him another sale that he'll give you a hundred bucks? This is a very common practice. And if you're trying to get that hundred bucks, what are you going to say? You're going to say something like, Go ask for so and so and tell them I sent you. They'll fix you right up and give you a great deal. This situation is A little bit more like being an affiliate because affiliates are not employees of the business they're just referring customers to this business but the fundamentals are the same you refer a sale you get a commission of course both of these two examples are the wrong way to do it in the first example the guy straight-up lied to us and and that proved how unethical his sales tactics were immediately in the second scenario, there are actually two ways to do it. You could be trying to hunt down that free 100 bucks for referring a car sale, or you could be genuinely helping a friend. Can you guess which one of these is the right motivation? If you feel like you truly got a good deal and were taken care of by that car dealership and salesman, there is absolutely nothing wrong with recommending them to a friend who happens to be looking to buy a car, and then you collect your 100 bucks. The difference here is that one situation is self-centered and the other is in the interest of helping someone. If your intentions are genuine and you have the opportunity to get paid while helping someone, why not, right? In this episode, we will explore what exactly affiliate marketing is, how to get started, what to promote, and how to do it the right way. Affiliate marketing is a strategy everyone should be using and including in their online business, even if it's not the primary source of revenue. You will eventually find yourself recommending something to your audience. You might as well get paid to do it. So regardless of what your primary business model is, affiliate marketing is something you should be paying attention to. But maybe I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Let's start off with the basics. So let's define what exactly affiliate marketing really is affiliate marketing is a method of monetizing your blog YouTube channel podcast or other content creation method by recommending certain products and then earning a commission if someone in your audience makes a purchase based upon your recommendation unlike other types of advertising affiliate marketing is purely sales performance based for instance there are services such as Google Adsense that pay you anytime someone clicks on an ad on your website Now, in this case, you get paid for the click, regardless if there is a sale or not. There are other forms of more direct advertising that will pay simply for the ad space. It's basically a banner ad, and they pay regardless of sales or clicks. But instead of getting paid for clicks as something like AdSense, or getting paid just by putting a banner on your website for a certain amount of time, Affiliate marketing pays you based upon how many actual sales come from your website. You see, online affiliate marketing, there's no need to ask the customer to mention your name. Each affiliate gets their own unique identifying link. This link will put a cookie on the user's computer to mark them as being referred by that affiliate. Clicking on an affiliate link doesn't change the price the customer pays for the product, But if the customer does make the purchase, the affiliate will get a percentage of that purchase as a reward for referring the sale. Affiliate marketing can be a a much more effective method of monetization, especially for businesses with smaller audiences. That's because with click-based advertising, the amount of money you get paid per click is minuscule. It takes many, many clicks to produce a significant income with something like AdSense. With the ad space rental model, like a banner on your website, you have to have an impressively sized audience before even approaching a business, because buying an ad on your content isn't even attractive to a business unless you already have that large audience, because they want the most eyeballs on their ad as possible. But everything's different with affiliate marketing. With affiliate marketing, you you build an audience in a specific niche, then recommend tools and products that's going to help them and that you believe will solve a specific problem for the people within that niche. The key is to build plenty of trust and authority with your audience and then operate with integrity so as to not put that trust into jeopardy. It may become tempting at some point to promote some random thing just because of the potential payout and some of them are really big. But long-term integrity is much more valuable than short-term paydays. And in practice, building up this level of trust will actually increase the chances that a sale is made. That's because your audience feels a a bigger connection with you. And since the payouts on these affiliate commissions are much higher than the pay-per-click advertising, the end result is a higher revenue, maximizing the potential of a smaller audience. So now that we've defined what affiliate marketing is, let's talk about what affiliate marketing is not. And I am fully aware that I'm about to piss off a lot of people, but I'm only speaking the truth. If you get upset at what I'm about to say, you really need to reevaluate your business model. And I say that directly from the heart as someone who cares about the longevity of your business. You see, there are many in the online space that grow an email list, keep up with the digital products that are being launched on a weekly basis, and then choose one to promote based solely on what offers the biggest potential of high earnings. There are specific websites that publish what products are coming out week to week, and they show what the earnings potentials are and and whatnot. And lots of people just pick something for that week and they'll pound their list all week, many times every single day, promoting that product over and over and over again. And lots of people earn a big income this way. But this is not affiliate marketing. They try to say that it's affiliate marketing because these people are affiliates of the products. But, you know, spamming someone's inbox daily is not marketing. It's annoying. And promoting new, unproven products that you haven't used yourself to your audience until you milk them dry is borderline criminal. And this happens very frequently in the internet marketing space. It's a very dangerous method. These are the same people that you'll see complaining that PayPal has frozen their account or their email service provider has shut them down. And what makes it worse is that they don't see anything wrong with what they're doing. They're justifying everything they're doing as legit. They convince themselves that they're helping others, but I believe somewhere deep down inside, there's got to be some little voice telling them that what they're doing is immoral. Over time, you'll most likely get a lot better at spotting these guys and learn to stay away from them. Most often, they're the guys teaching you how to make money online by teaching others how to make money online by teaching others how to make money online. Well, you get the picture. But enough of that. I'll get back to pissing people off later. Let's move on. Let's talk about the rules of affiliate marketing. Dare I say that I just made up some rules of affiliate marketing. So let's imagine that you're at the point that you've worked hard to build an audience and now you have some sort of a following. Recommending a bad product for the wrong reasons is a surefire way to burn it all down to the ground in the quickest way possible. Obviously, you can't be perfect and mistakes will be made on your part. And the fact is also that every audience will have its Karens that you will have to deal with. No offense, Karen. But there are a few things to keep in mind and standards to strive for as you look for products to promote to your audience. First, don't promote anything you don't have experience with. This is by far the most important thing to keep in mind. Promoting things that you don't personally have any experience with could quickly come back to bite you in the rear. And while this doesn't mean that it has to be something that you personally use on a daily basis, it does mean that you should at least try the product out and know that it's a quality product and what it's all about. It's even better when you know enough about the product to help your audience out with it if they have any issues, but that's not necessarily required. Next, don't solely base your decisions on commissions paid violating this rule of thumb will set you on a fast track to also violating rule number one, which will eventually result in a loss of your audience's trust. Of course, commission percentage will sometimes be the deciding factor between two similar products that you have no real preference between, but promoting something based solely on the fact that it offers a large commission percentage is a mistake that could cost you your integrity and in turn your entire business. Also, always keep your audience's best interest in mind. Your job is to guide your audience in a particular field. If someone makes a purchase upon your recommendation and that product ends up being junk, it will damage your reputation. Always recommend quality products that fits whatever your audience needs or makes their life easier. If you are already following rules number one and number two, this probably comes naturally and just as a result of following those two rules. And the last rule that I've got is always stay within regulatory guidelines. And this is a sticky topic. It's meant to prevent people from arbitrarily promoting things and convincing their audience that they are completely impartial when they really are getting paid for their promotion. The FTC does have some regulations saying that you must disclose when you're affiliated with a product and you're earning commissions, but it's not exactly clear on the requirements of that disclosure. It does say that the disclosure must be clear and prominent, but it does not give recommended verbiage or specifications of where the notice needs to be. Now I'm going to continue on here, but you need to keep in mind that I am not a lawyer and I am completely unqualified to give any legal advice on this topic. This is just the way I see it. If it's a blog article, you're probably fine with a general link displayed prominently in the footer of the website, and that footer usually appears on every single page. So just put a link in the footer that links to a blanket affiliate disclaimer page that would cover everything on the site. However, something like a YouTube video that may be watched separately and not really connected to your brand, you should probably mention it in the description of each video that contains affiliate links, if not actually in the video itself. That's because a YouTube video can be watched separately from any any other disclaimer you may have already given. But then again, I'm no lawyer, I don't play one on TV, and I didn't stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. All right, Jason, but what should I promote? I know, your next question is probably, what should I promote and where can I find it? And that's a reasonable question. So first, let's talk about the two main types of products out there. Those are physical and digital. Either one or both can be a huge benefit to your audience. Everybody understands a digital product, right? It's it's something real that you can hold in your hand. It's something you might buy from Amazon, a digital product is quite different, though. It's not something that you can hold in your hand. It lives on a computer or other similar device. Some examples of digital products might be software, ebooks, online courses. Most of these are video courses, uh, spreadsheets or other kind of tools like that, or templates. I, I like a lot of templates, but you see a lot of these uh, as birthday party invitation templates and stuff like that on Etsy nowadays. Digital products are anything someone may purchase, but it stays on their computer. These can be even more beneficial to your audience than physical products, depending on who your audience is. Which of these two types of products you promote will vary based upon your business model and your audience, of course. You could be teaching hobbies online and looking for a way to get your audience to dive deeper into the hobby. Let's say your audience is woodworking. Maybe you want to promote the best converting online woodworking course. That would be a digital product. And we'll talk a little bit more about that specific digital product later. But if you have a recipe blog, maybe you want to promote some cooking utensils that complement the type of cooking you discuss. That, of course, would be a physical product. So let's just imagine that you have an audience of crocheters and you're teaching them crochet techniques. A physical product you could promote is some kind of fancy crochet needle. But you could also promote a digital product like an ebook showing different crochet patterns. There's nothing to say you can't actually promote both of these at the same time to your audience. It's whatever your audience can benefit from. The possibilities are truly limitless. And please don't hate on me because of my excruciatingly limited knowledge of the wonderful world of crochet. Yeah, yeah, that's great, Jason, but where do I get the products that I can promote? Where can I find them? Well, I'm glad you asked because I was just so happened to have a few places to recommend for you purely by coincidence, I assure you. First let's talk about Amazon. They are the 800-pound gorilla in affiliate marketing. Heck, they're the 800-pound gorilla of the internet. Everybody you see online is trying to get a piece of that Amazon gold. Everybody is in the Amazon associate program. And for good reason, too. It's easy. Everybody already shops on Amazon, and if you can get your affiliate cookie onto their computer, you will make a commission off of anything that they buy from Amazon within the next 24 hours, regardless if it's a product that you referred them to or not. And that sounds pretty lucrative, huh? Sounds like easy money. And it really was for a while, but Amazon no longer needs us to bring them traffic. And because of that, they consistently and and continually lower their commission rates on many occasions. Most recently, just a couple months ago. Because of this, I'll give you the same advice as I've given you when it comes to social media and many other things. Don't rely on one platform. When you rely on one platform for your income and they choose to change the rules or even shut you down completely for no reason whatsoever, you no longer have a business. But the Amazon's associate program specifically begs another stronger piece of advice. Try not to use them. There are so many other platforms that you can find products that offer much higher commissions, I'm not saying don't use them at all. If your audience is going to get the best price on the best product with the best service from Amazon, by all means, send them there. I just would encourage you to find other items of similar quality from other vendors with similar levels of customer service that you can recommend. And believe it or not, it is possible to find cheaper prices from these vendors than you may find on Amazon. That's because many times on Amazon, you're buying from a third-party seller who's having to pay a lot of fees for the right to sell on Amazon. If you can find a vendor that can sell directly to you, they may actually have a cheaper price because of the lack of fees. This helps them compete in the world with Amazon. So where do you find these vendors? Well, the first and easiest way is if you already know of a website you want to recommend, scroll all the way down to the bottom of the homepage and look for a link that says affiliates or affiliate program or partner program or something to that effect. Most of the time, you will have to apply and be approved, but it's usually an easy process that you shouldn't have a problem with. So what happens if you don't have a vendor or a website in mind already? Let's say you're building up a following of people that want to better their golf game, but you don't know where to find the best set of golf clubs at the best price. Or it may be that you don't even have any ideas of what you could promote. Maybe you need to monetize what you're doing, but you don't have any ideas right now at all. Well, there's good news. There are affiliate networks out there that you can join that offer a marketplace type environment that you can just browse through. You may even start off looking for the perfect set of golf clubs to recommend and find the perfect online course to help your followers improve their swing. Let's go over a few of these and discuss the good, the bad, yes, and the horrible. You'll be able to find a lot of stuff on these marketplaces, and each one of them will offer different commission structures. You'll find that the bigger name brands usually offer less commission. So you may want to find uh, an up-and-coming company that offers a good service and products and help them grow. The way they usually work is you join the marketplace, search for a vendor, and then apply to be an affiliate for that vendor. At that point, you'll be given access to your unique links. Here are some examples of marketplaces and some of the bigger name vendors that you may find on the specific marketplaces. First, there's Rakuten. I don't even know how to say that. It it used to be Linkshare back when I started in this business, and it's been bought out by Rakuten or whatever that is, and they've changed their name. I'm not sure how to say it. But if you go there, you can find vendors like Omaha Steak, Nordstrom's, Buckle, Macy's, Aflac, Good Sam, Shine, Burpee Gardening, Dyson Vacuum Cleaners, Publisher's Clearinghouse even. And just so that you don't have to figure out how to go to Rakuten, I made a, a short link. You can find it at torfree.me/rak. slash RAK, R-A-K. The next one I want to talk about is ShareASale. They offer brands like Spanx, Reeboks, Sally Beauty, Etsy, CryCut, Claire's, Grammarly, just for instance. I just scrolled through a few. You can get there. I made another short link. It's tourfree.me slash SAS. Now, there's another one I want to mention called Impact. They focus more on software and online services, but they do have some physical products as well. On Impact, you're gonna find places like Ticketmaster, Microsoft, Levi's, Lenovo, Airbnb, Adidas, Uber, 1-800-Flowers, McAfee, Walmart, and to find Impact, it's simply impact.com. I didn't feel the need to make a short link on that one, it's simple. So the next one is Commission Junction, and this is like the godfather of affiliate networks as far as I know. Back when I started out, this was the end-all and be-all of affiliate marketplaces. When you go to Commission Junction, you can find places like 1-800-GOT-JUNK, 4-Wheel Parts, AAA, The Travel Club, ABC Mouse, American Express, AT&T, Belk, BJ's Wholesale Club, Bose, Bye Bye Baby, and even Adam and Eve. I'm not going to judge what your business model is. I didn't feel the need to make another short link here either. It's just cj.com to get to Commission Junction. Now, those are the four biggest ones that I recommend, especially for for physical products. But they all offer some digital stuff here and there too, you know, in varying quantities based on the marketplace. Just keep in mind, like I mentioned before, the bigger names and the bigger names are what I just named off, the examples of what you can find there. The bigger names will offer lesser percentage commission most of the time because they are bigger names and they don't as much need people sending them business. So you may want to dig around and find other reputable businesses to recommend on those marketplaces. The flip side of that is that if you do send your audience to these better known brands, it increases the percentage that they actually buy from these brands because they already know, like, and trust these brands. So moving along, I also want to talk about some places that focus mainly on digital products. First, I want to mention ClickBank. And while ClickBank does offer a few physical products here and there, they're mostly geared completely towards digital products. If you're specifically looking for a digital product to promote, ClickBank would be a good place to start looking. They do have an approval process for the products that they allow in their marketplace, and that serves to set a little bit of a higher bar for the products that they allow. But you still have to vet the product that you're going to promote because occasionally you will find junk on ClickBank. I wouldn't even say occasionally. There's plenty of it out there. It's just much less than other affiliate marketplaces who focus on digital. So going over to ClickBank and a quick search for knitting brought up several results, including a course called Knitting for Profit and something called Knitting Bible Study, which is some kind of Bible study for knitting groups. So you can find pretty much anything to promote to your audience, no matter what niche you're in. ClickBank is also the home of what I understand is one of the best selling online courses in history. It's a woodworking course by some guy named Ted that you've probably never even heard of before. So if you were going to build an audience on one of these hobby niches, but you didn't have your own product to offer to your audience, you would research one of these products on ClickBank to see if they were appropriate for your audience. Of course, ClickBank is not just for hobby niches either. You can find a lot of other stuff on ClickBank to fit almost any niche. And just to make it even better, digital products actually pay much higher commissions than a physical product. Since there is minimal cost of goods sold and no inventory to keep, they're able to provide 50% commissions instead of the 5 to 10% you may find with physical products. I would say that a 50% commission on a one-time fee and a 20% commission on an ongoing payment is fairly standard in the world of digital products. You may be asking, why would somebody give that much commission? Because I've, I've seen 75%, 100% commissions. And it goes off of the number one rule of marketing is that it's easier to sell to an existing customer than it is to gain new customers. So they're happily paying you a bigger commission to bring them new customers so that they might get a chance to uh, make repeat sales on down the line. And ClickBank even has a great course on how to be an affiliate marketer. No one knows better how to succeed with their platform than the platform itself, right? It's called ClickBank University, and you can find it over at torfree.me slash CBU. And yes, that's my affiliate link. I do think you'll be impressed with what they have to offer and all the different techniques they teach on how to get eyeballs on your affiliate offers. And now to cover the other two platforms. You can hear the excitement in my voice, huh? That's because I really don't want to do this, but I feel I need to. These two platforms both focus almost exclusively on digital products. They are Warrior Plus and JVZoo. Unfortunately, there's good reason I'm not overly joyed about these. That's because these two platforms have little to no standards as to what they accept onto their marketplace. As you can imagine, this attracts the dredges of society, as you would naturally expect. I mean, JVZoo products have caused so many problems that Facebook has blocked their links from even being shared anywhere on their platform. And I don't think they've quite caught up with Warrior Plus yet, but I don't doubt that they eventually will. Both of these platforms have a special program to promote what they consider as the best of the best on the platform at the t- at that time. It's called a deal of the day or product of the day or whatever. In both cases of Warrior Plus and JVZoo, I often see the product or deal of the day that's being promoted as absolute junk. They're pushing some kind of push button profit, uh, just pie in the sky promises, just stupid junk. And that says a lot for the standard of ethics that these platforms have. So all I'm saying is just be careful, especially if you're researching things in the affiliate marketing niche. These places are loaded with that kind of stuff. Remember earlier when I was talking about the people who just go to that website that shows all the things being launched that week, and then they pick the most profitable one and just email the crap out of their list all week long, and they justify it by convincing themselves that they're providing a service when they're really just spamming people? Yeah, those kind of people all live on Warrior Plus and JVZoo for the most part. So anyway, I think I've spent enough time establishing the fact that the people running these platforms don't have the best of ethics, but that doesn't mean that everyone selling there is only selling garbage. There are some great products on these platforms scattered here and there. There are. There really is. In fact, you may even hear me recommend one at some point in time. I'm not saying to avoid them like the plague, but I wouldn't recommend a newbie buy or promote offers from these two platforms. That's because the odds are not actually in your favor of finding one of the quality offers from one of the quality vendors that I'm referring to. Before you decide to promote one of these products on these two platforms, you should have plenty of experience with the vendor. I would say at least probably a year. And By that point, you should know whether or not the person is truly trustworthy and produces quality products. Regardless of anything else I've said, there is some good to be had in the, these two platforms. I think the biggest benefit of Warrior Plus and JVZoo is how easy it is for newbies to get started as vendors. If you're just getting started and have a digital product to sell, I actually would recommend you start on one of these two platforms. They're great for that purpose. The platforms are easy to use, easy to get started. There are tons of affiliates that will send you free traffic. It's just a great way to get up and started. All I'm trying to do is discourage you from picking a product right off the bat from one of these two platforms. It just goes back to my basic rules of affiliate marketing that I mentioned earlier. You have to take care of your audience. And that's why you should be careful promoting something from one of these two platforms. Well, I hope you got a lot of ideas out of this episode. And I'm sure I pissed a lot of people off discussing some of the things I have. But those aren't the kind of people I want listening to my show anyway. I have a commitment to provide you the best and complete and most honest information that I can. And if it pisses someone off, oh well, I can't help that. Like I said in the first episode, this is a no-sugar zone. And there ain't no sugar coating here, baby. So let me run down the list of those affiliate marketplaces again. Rakuten, or whatever, however you say it, at torfree.me slash R-A-K. Share a sale at torfree.me slash S-A-S. Impact is easy to remember. It's impact.com. Commission Junction at cj.com. And then for digital products, I would recommend ClickBank. And don't forget the ClickBank University. Tons of valuable information there. You can find it at torfree.me slash CBU. Now, when you go to these sites and start looking around for something to promote, you're going to run into a bunch of terms, abbreviations, and statistics that you've never heard of before. If I tried to explain all of that stuff in a podcast, it would be like listening to Ferris Bueller's teacher all day, just wah, 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 well, maybe that sounds more like Charlie Brown's teacher, but you get my point. So instead, I've created a PDF that you can refer to when you're unsure of something. I think that would be more useful anyway. And this thing may not have all of the terms that you may see on it, but it does have the most important and prominent things included. The link to pick up that resource is torfree.me 007. And I think that might be what I do from here on out. If I have a resource for you, I'll just make the link torfree.me slash whatever episode it is. So that makes this one torfree.me slash 007. And, of course, you're always going to be able to find all the links that I mention in any show in the show notes. So, finally, please take a minute out of your busy week and try to find the time to rate and review the podcast. It does really help other people find the show, and that's what it's all really about is helping other people. And if you like the show, tell a friend. If you don't like the show, tell an enemy. I don't care. Just tell somebody, all right? And that's all for now. I'm Jason Wyatt, and I'll see you on the road. Thanks so much for listening to Touring Freedom with your host Jason Wyatt. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit touringfreedom.com, on Twitter at TourFreeRV, and on Instagram at Touring Freedom and Facebook.com/slash Touring Freedom. We'll catch you next time on Touring Freedom.